Hey everybody, it's Bill Courtney with an Army of Normal Folks, and we continue with part two of our conversation with Enrique, right after these brief messages from our generous sponsors. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I truly believe had we not came to St. Jude, we wouldn't have anything past that date. Um, You know, Ariana came here. We got here August 2nd, 2009. She had a second brain surgery August 10th, and then she started treatment. Um, She had four months, or she had 31 radiation treatments. She had a month break, four months of high-dose chemotherapy with stem cell transplant. I assume this is after removing the tumor? Yeah, and um, so... You know, fast forward, she does her treatment, 31 radiation treatments, four high-dose chemotherapies, March 31st of 2010. I'm sorry, what does, you said high-dose chemotherapy? Mm-hmm. What does that do to a three-year-old? Uh, it's tough. It, I bet. It was uh, bet. seven days but of you, chemo. But you know, the problem is we get desensitized to the word chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. We are so used to people having cancer and hearing about radiation and chemotherapy. And let's face it, people live and die with cancer all day, every day around our world. And we've got breast cancer awareness and all this other stuff, which is great. But the problem is, I think we talk about it so routinely, we get desensitized to just how devastating it is. And so 
I'm thinking about a three-year-old taking what you're calling high-dose chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get grotesque. And, and I want to, I, I, brother, I would do nothing but honor your daughter's life. But tell us what that looks like and feels like from a parent's point of view. Uh, I mean, it's it's tough. You know, it's your, your three-year-old and she's lost weight. You know, you don't see it at the moment. I, I think it's crazy now for us to, like, look back at pictures and see, like, how skinny she truly was. But, you know, her treatment was, again, it was the high-dose chemo was her getting slammed with different a cocktail of different chemotherapies for five days straight here in the Chili's Care Center. And she'd get a day break, and then the seventh day they'd give her her stem cells back um, because you had to resuscitate her body, and that was the only way to do it. But, I mean, the chemo was so toxic that Anytime we were around her, we always had to wear gloves. Um, I mean, when she peed, it, it burned her when she peed. Um, it was it was. Tough. Which means she was crying. Mm-hmm. And she was in pain. Yeah. And you can't even touch your child with your bare hands. No, you're not supposed to, but, you know, as a parent, you don't care. But still. Yeah. The point is, I mean, we hear, okay, high-dose chemotherapy. We're talking about a three-year-old child who's in pain, sad, scared, burns when she pees, and parents just pleading for their daughter to mm-hmm. recover. Uh, it's it's horrific. Yeah. But, you know, she goes through the treatment, and um, March 31st of 2010, she's declared cancer-free, which was something we never expected to hear. Uh, Cancer-free. Cancer-free. Literally, it's out of her body. She's beat it. Um, So now we're moving to— And she's four now, or almost She's about to be four. So she turns four a week after, April 8th. We were on her Make-A-Wish. Pretty nice birthday present. For her fourth birthday, we were on her Make-A-Wish trip at Disney World. And that was the goal, right? Through treatment, that was the goal, to get her to her Make-A-Wish on her birthday. So she could go to Disney. Because she wanted to spend her birthday at Cinderella's Castle. That was That's what she would always say. And um, so, yeah. So she beats it. We try and get our life back on track, back to normal. You know, I go back to work in Where? the Navy. In the Navy. We stayed here. And... I didn't have to worry about anything. And even the Millington base, they gave me that year off anyway. So I got a whole year off to just worry about Ariana. I didn't go back to work till after her Make-A-Wish. And um, But anyway, so Ariana's cancer-free, March 31st, 2010. We go on her Make-A-Wish. Unfortunately, uh, in July of 2011 is when the relapse comes. So if the, diagno- if the prognosis and the diagnosis was grim, the first time around, it's even worse the second time around. So at that point, now we're looking at the possibility is that it's a genetic disposition and she can't fight off that cancer. So now even here at St. Jude, we're looking at how can we extend her life best with Dr. Gajar. Now we're sitting and talking, how can we extend her life? So this is in July of 2011. And even Dr. Gajar tells us like, hey, you know, I'm not sure she'll be here for the holidays. 
Like we need to do, you you guys need to do everything you can with her while you have her. Um, so December comes and rolls, you know, comes and goes. Uh, February rolls around. Now she's two months past this expiration date that we've set. Um, and Dr. Gajar comes to us and says, hey, I have this experimental chemo that we can try. Ariana will be the first ATRT patient at St. Jude to receive it. So we give it to her, and it shrinks the tumor by 90%, which is not something that we at all expected. Um, she's still not curable. It's still, you know, it's still not, we're still playing the extension game. But now we've bought her even more time, right? And Ariana, again, she's the first ATRT patient to receive it. And thanks to this drug, we got an extra three years from that date, from that relapse date. So Ariana did not pass away till March of 2014, two weeks shy of her eighth birthday. And thanks to donors and supporters like you, there was so many different things afforded to us. Like I, we were able to figure out while we were moving from Japan where we were going to live, which was at the Target house, until we bought a house. And we were fed. My other daughter was taken care of because we didn't have to worry about anything. Um, during treatment, those five years, anytime Ariana felt well enough, we always asked her, like, what do you want to do? You want to go to El Paso, Phoenix, or you want to go to Disney World? And because, Disney. We, didn't, <laughs> because we didn't have to pay for treatment, we could afford to go to Disney World. So Ariana passed away again, two weeks shy of eight. She had been to a Disney park 13 times. Wow. So she had been at Disney. My wife and I were talking about this last night. So she had been at Disney World in Orlando nine times. And she had been to Tokyo Disney three times and then the Anaheim Disney once. So Ariana and Olivia have been to Disney Disney more than your average adult, right? So you're still in the Navy. Mm-hmm. And... Now you work for St. Jude. Mm -hmm. How'd that happen? So when Ariana passed in 2014, I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. I mean, if if you walk around the campus and meet families, it's really weird how St. Jude draws everybody in. It's it's a uh, stop for a second on that. It's really weird how St. Jude draws people in here. Mm -hmm. We talked about when you were in San Antonio. And I asked, you know, besides the prognosis and everything, you know, the the family's sick. The the kids sick physically, but the family's emotionally sick. You know, they're they're sick to their stomachs, they're sad. And and you know, it dawns on me walking through this campus that this place heals families too mm -hmm. because of what you just said. Explain that how, quote, this place draws people in. I think, I mean, I think you touched on it earlier. It's the sense of community that you have here, right? So when I was telling you about Ariana's diagnosis, you said you didn't have a community to lean on. We didn't find that community until we got to St. Jude. And, you know, because now here, you have other families that are being treated for ATRT or brain tumors. Right. So now you're meeting people and you're understanding what they're going through and what you're going through. And 
there's people that you can communicate on the same level with. And now you have a treatment team that is doing everything possible for you and your kid. Um, you know, those, those first two weeks here, I remember when we first got here, uh, my wife would walk around because you're stressed out. And I can, I can walk through that hospital right now and point out who the new families are, right? Because you see it in their face. And I just remember thinking, like, me and my wife would joke around and we'd say, dude, they're spraying Prozac through these vents. Because, like, why is everyone laughing? And why is everyone smiling? Why are these kids having a good time? There's kids dying around here. Why is everybody so happy? Exactly. And you don't understand that and until you become a St. Jude family. Because, and the reason that is, is because every other stress and burden is lifted off your back. The only thing that you have to worry about is keeping a smile on your kid's face, right? They're treating her and they're paying for you and they're treating her and they're giving, they're even giving you extra money for you to worry about your housing and your food. So there's, other than the fact that your kid has cancer, there is nothing else that you're having to worry about but that. You know, the antithesis to what you said is, you said, I can walk around here and I can tell the new families immediately about the look on their face. I bet you can also walk around here and tell the families who have had the St. Jude experience also by the look on their face. Mm -hmm. That's kind of beautiful. Yeah. That this place is treating the whole family and you experience that. We'll be right back. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. So, how come you work here? What happened? How'd the Navy become St. Jude for you? So we used to do a lot of uh, speaking opportunities that they would, uh, you know, like this. They would invite us to share our story. And Ariana was, so I worked on the patient family outreach team for a long time, which is 
the team at ALSAC. ALSAC is the fundraising and awareness organization for St. Jude. So the patient family outreach team is the team that goes into the hospital and finds the families that want to share their stories. So we used to share our stories all the time. That that was my actual job at ALSAC. But before that, I was always tied in with that team sharing our story. Got it. So what ended up happening is Ariana, and again, I, I was saying the, that I was part of the patient family outreach team because I didn't realize, you don't realize how hard it is to find families that, one, are willing to share their story comfortably. Two, you got to have the kids that are willing and then Ariana was, our family was military. So we, you know, we can tell the story in many different ways. And I'm bilingual. So th that's hard to find. And Ariana was one of those. So Ariana was being asked to do a lot of different things. Spanish commercials, commercials that are targeted towards military, um, you know, things like that. So we were always sharing our story. And one time I was at a dinner with Mr. Shadiak, who's the CEO of Halsack, and he told me right before, it was right before Ariana relapsed, I remember. He told me, he's like, hey, why don't you come work over here? So this was 2011. And I was like, ah, you know, at that time I was a lifer for the Navy. I wanted to do my 20, retire. Get your retirement. Yeah, and then just like buy a farm somewhere in Atoka and chill out. And maybe your kids would ask you out to party with them one day. One day. You know, it's a generational thing, possibly. Help him fail out of school. <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, yeah, in 2011, he put this crazy idea in my head, like, hey, maybe you should come work over here. And uh, I didn't want to. And, you know, as I told you, I failed out of school twice. I wasn't a school guy. I joined the military because the school was just not for me. But it did get me thinking in 2011, like, what am I going to do when all this is over? Like the Navy, like what? It, what I don't want to keep working for the government. So I I registered myself for school June of 2011. What school? Online. It was like Colorado University. What kind of school? So I signed up for my associates just to get like... So you had to have that? It was just, it got me thinking for life after the Navy. Got it. So you're thinking when Navy's over, I need to have something. To fall so back you went on. ahead and said, I'm going to do an online associate's degree. Right. Because every, every LSAC sense. job that you look at, the majority of them require a degree. So I knew that I was going to need something if this is what I wanted to do. So in June of 2011, I registered to get my associates. Ariana relapses in July of 2011. Hmm. So, But now I'm on the military's dime. So I can't pull out of school or I got to pay for it and I can't fail out. So I keep going. I get my associates all while Ariana's getting treatment. And I'm like, this ain't that bad. So I continue doing it. I get my bachelor's. I get a... Um, <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> yeah, I get a I get a business degree in my bachelor's in, uh, in marketing and international business. And this is in the middle of Ariana's treatment. Um, I think I have finals the week that she dies. Yes, because I graduated in May. She passed away in March. Um, and I remember I had finals, got my bachelor's, and then now I have a year, a year and a half left in the Navy. So I'm like, I might as well just go for my master's. It's only a year and a half program. So now I'm thinking like the Navy's paying for this, right? Uh, so I get my master's, I get a master's in marketing and 
Now, I feel like I can come work at LSAC and I feel like I earned it, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't just because Mr. Shadyak, the CEO, told me to come get a job here. It was because now I prepared, right? Not only are we a St. Jude family and I can understand that scope, but I've put myself through school and now I, now I feel like I belong here because everyone else had to do what I did, right? Is your dad still alive? Yeah. He's so proud. He's got to be. He is, but he can't, like, get it out without crying. It's hard. <laughs> I love that, man. That's great. He is. and uh, I mean, he sent you off to ASU, and you partied like it was 1999 and came home and was sleeping till noon. And now you've got a master's and are working at the premier children's research hospital in the world. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's Ariana's legacy. It is. So now... I can't roll her out here and tell you that she's junior or senior in high school. But Ariana's legacy lives on through whatever it is that I do at St. Jude, right? Giving tours and sharing our story. Let's talk about that community a little bit. I read something, and you got to forgive me because I'm not the greatest note taker in the world, but your family became close family friends to another family with another child being treated. And um, I think his leg had to be removed. And um, Markel. What? Markel. Markel. Mm -hmm. Tell us about what you did with Markel before that happened, the night before. (laughs) I love that story. Yeah, so with Markel, um, Ariana was still alive during this time. So, again, this is when I'm going to school for my bachelor's, and I'm still— But it's about the community, right? Yeah, it is. You wouldn't know Markel and your families. I don't know if you came from the same place or not, but there's this connection through this thing your families are going through called cancer and your children, and your children become friends as a result of it, your families and and all of that. That's part of the community, part of the healing process for everyone, right? Yeah, during that time, you know, we met Markel. I was in school, so I was juggling school, Ariana's treatment, and the Navy. Like, I was doing all three and then still maintaining a household, right? So all four. Uh, but I remember it was finals week, and Markel is they're staying at Tri-Delta, which was the Grizzly house back then. But he's staying at Tri-Delta house about to have surgery the next day to amputate his leg. And I remember he calls me. How, how old? Markel had to have been like 12 or 13. Again, we hear the word childhood cancer, and I feel like we drive past it like it's a fender bender because we're just used to hearing it. A 12-year-old kid, hey, we're going to have to amputate your leg. Yeah, and I remember... I remember he called me and he's like, what you doing, man? And I'm like, nothing, dude. Just sitting here doing homework, you know? And he's like, he's all, hey, you know, I used to always come get him and take him to Popeye's. He used to love Popeye's. Like, and Popeye's coincidentally was all the way by my house. It's only because Popeye's is the best chicken on earth. It, uh, fa- we'll shelf that conversation, but. <laughs> and Cozy Corner has great barbecue. And Popeye's oh, chicken, the spicy chicken, I the chicken breast chicken with the, the mashed potatoes and gravy and their 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 spicy coleslaw. Man, 
They have I'll the best jalapeno peppers. Mamas on something. What? They do have the best jalapeno peppers in town. Jalapeno Popeyes. peppers. Yeah, yeah. They're We're crunchy. That chicken. They're crunchy. You take that stuff back to El Paso, bro. We're talking no. about chicken right now. Yeah, well, they're good for a right. chain. Yes, well, they're so great. He calls they're you. fantastic. And you used to take them to Popeyes. So I used to always pick them up. Like I was basically a Uber at that time. And um, you know, he he, I had a thirteen year old best friend at that time. It was like I want to go to a Grizz game. I would take him to a Grizz game. Um, and he, uh, so yeah, he calls me after their appointment, and he's like, "Hey, dude, what you doing? You know, I'm I'm sitting here doing homework. You know, I'm slammed with homework." And he's like, "Hey, will you will you come come get me?" And I'm like, "He's like, dude, he's like, I just want to play basketball." He's like, "Hold it, you yeah. can't, you stop, pause. What are you thinking when you hear that, dude? You've got to, it has to take your breath away." Yeah. I mean, you drop what you're doing and you go play basketball. I get that part. I'm talking about what you feel. I mean, it feels like a gut punch. Even now, talking about it, I mean, it's hard not to get emotional or just feel that pit in your stomach, you know? This is a 12-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. A teenager. So how long did you play basketball? Till the sun went down. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the <we> sun went <laughs> as long as he could. Yeah, play. I mean, the basketball court's still there. It's the, the court next to the Tri-Delta house. We just sat out there and... Played one-on-one and shot balls. What was his cancer? He had osteosarcoma. What does that mean? Uh, it's a cancer of the bones. But, you know, again, the whole community thing, I mean, it... Where was he from? Louisiana. And his mom was here with him, I guess? His mom works here now, too. His what? His mom works here now, too. You might want her on your podcast. Are you kidding me? I am not. She's right upstairs. Did he make it? He did not. How old was he? He passed away when he was 17 or 18. Yeah. But his life was much longer, given his time here, and he got to play basketball with his buddy. Yeah, Markel was, uh, you know, just talking about community. It's, I think everything I do, I carry so many of these names that we met along the way, right? Um, Markel being one. I mean, I have him tattooed on my arm. He, um, Markel was just a kid that was larger than life. You know, he was an amazing kid. Um, you know, t- talking about that moment, right? And I think all St. Jude's, all, all St. Jude kids carry that about them. It's like they can carry the worst news possible and take it in stride. And, it's because of the people they're surrounded by and the treatment teams that they're surrounded by that gives them that confidence, I feel like. And hope. And hope. And Markel was just, he, uh, I mean, I loved hanging out with him. He was, uh, like I said, he'd call me and be like, dude, I want some Popeyes. And I'd have to come get him and take him to Popeyes. And so I remember, so here's, here's the first time I met Markel, okay? So the first time we met Markel was in New York City. We were there for the Thanksgiving celebration on the Today Show, which I'm sure you've seen. It's it's the week of Thanksgiving. They have a St. Jude family on every mm-hmm. week or every day, right? So we happened to be there the week that they were there. We were the two families that were chosen. And I remember him walking around Times Square, and then we did our thing, and but we ran up and saw each other at the hotel again after he had walked around Times Square. And I was like, his mom like comes up to us and tells us he's like dude we ran into tracy morgan you know 
And I was like, that's cool, you know? And uh, he's like, yeah, he's super nice. He was like chatting with us. And I was like, cool, but Markel's, you know, a little bit further away. So when Markel comes up, first thing I tell him, like, dude, I heard you met Tracy Morgan. He's like, I didn't meet Tracy Morgan. He's like, Tracy Morgan met me. <laughs> and that was just the kind of kid that Markel was, right? And uh, I mean, he was just he was just a great kid. And that's just one more example of how Enrique is a member of the Army of Normal Folks. Here he is juggling a ton. His daughter is battling brain cancer. He's going to college. He's a husband and a father. And yet, he makes the time to serve another kid battling cancer. It's remarkable. And his service of others continues after the break. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. I want you to share with us the story of the eight um, acts of random kindness for the eight years your your daughter was on this earth. Tell me about that. Yeah, so as I said, Ariana passed away two weeks shy of her eighth birthday. Uh, we got to, we celebrated her eighth birthday. And uh, one of the cool things was, so her we did her birthday party like last few days in March. We had a piñata for her because she's Mexican. Uh, so we had a piñata. I'm not party. Mexican. I had piñatas for my kids. Yeah, but it's our cultural Come thing, on, dude. You know? Just, you know. Everybody likes piñatas. So we had a piñata for her. I mean, she do you like cheeseburgers? They're not Mexican. Good grief. Whatever. Okay, okay well, go ahead. You we'll had a piñata. Exp- we'll explore this off air. <laughs> but she, uh, so we had a piñata for her. She ended up not feeling well. And she had to go lay down. And uh, so she essentially missed her eighth birthday party. So us in our head, we saved a piñata for her because it was for her. Um, and I remember when she woke up after the party, she looked at us, and the first thing she said was, uh, did y'all break the piñata? And we were like, no, you know, 
we we thought that you should break it. It's your birthday. And she started crying because she was upset that the kids didn't get to break the piñata and have fun. Her friends didn't get Her, to do it. Yeah. And That's so sweet. So she was always like that. She was always thinking about others. And even when she was in treatment at the hospital, if she see kids not having a good time or off in the corner by themselves not wanting to play, she always she always tried to pull those kids in. So she was always extremely kind and thoughtful. So again, she passed away two weeks shy of her eighth birthday, but we gave her eight. So when she did pass, March 31st of 2014, we were just in a whirlwind of emotions and not knowing what to do. Completely understandable. Um, you know, just kind of lost in our grief. We didn't want to celebrate an eighth birthday on April 8th because she wasn't here with us anymore. I mean, we had just had her funeral. So we decided, uh, my wife and one of her best friends were just chatting through things on what to do on her Ariana's birthday that they came up with wanting to do eight random acts of kindness on Ariana's birthday. One act for each year that she lived that we had her. And now we do that every year since that day. Um, what do you do? We just go around and find people. Um, just not at St. Jude, but anywhere. All over, yeah. I mean, we, Walmart, wherever. I mean, we've put bags together for new families at Target House. I've, you know, paid for people's meals, uh, you know, took in homeless people, food, clothes, um, anything we can think of. We try and just spend just that day. Literally really random kindness to just honor your daughter's legacy, right? That's yeah. It. We, uh, Anywhere. We spend that day just being kind to people and – Telling people about Ariana, not necessarily being kind, but like we always have a, like a little bookmark that we share with people, and we say, and "This is why we're yeah. this is why we're doing it," and then it has like Ariana's little story. Um, so, but we feel like this is something that we should do because the first year, um, you know, I went to work the the ninth the next day, and I was still in the navy. And on the drive home, my wife tells me, she's like, hey, will you pick me up a Starbucks drink or whatever? She she gets teas. She doesn't get coffee. She gets those fancy teas. <laughs> but, you know, she always has to text me the order because I don't remember yeah. what it's like. You know, instead of water, you got to use apple juice and blah, blah, blah. Right. Uh, so I remember I remember the ninth, the ninth, uh, I'm driving home. Uh, this was after the first year that we did that. I'm driving home, and this is my military cheap self thinking, right? There's a Starbucks right by my house that if you're in uniform, they won't charge you. So I'm like, I'm stopping at that Starbucks. So anyway, I pull up through the drive-thru, and she's like, hey, you know, um, you know, I'm trying to pay, because I always try and pay no matter what. So I'm trying to pay, and the lady's like, no, it's on, it's on the house. Uh, you know, we got it. And, and I'm like, you know, I'm like, why? And she's like, well, she's, uh, um, she's also, I didn't work yesterday, but someone came in and did an act of kindness and they asked that we pay it forward. And here's a bookmark. And it was Your for daughters. this little girl, Ariana. And, you know, this is why, we, this is why I'm doing it. And I chose, I chose you. And I was like, well, thank you so much. You know, and did you tell her? No, I didn't. You did not even say that's my daughter. 
But it came full circle. It came full circle. I, I told my wife, and she broke down and cried. But I felt like— I'm about to break down and cry. That's, if I would have told that poor little teenager, she'd have lost it. She would, she would, I don't think she would have been able to work. Did you not uh, ball on the way home? I've always been really good at compartmentalizing everything that we've experienced. Um, I mean, even now, people will always say, like, I don't understand how you don't get emotional— talking about Ariana, but... Tears do not mean you're not emotional. It's where your emotion is put. Right. Um, but, okay, I, I guess I can contain that really well, but... Um, but, yeah, we It had to possible. have hit you in your core. It did. When the woman in Starbucks gives you a coffee and hands you the bookmark... Oh, there wasn't much conversation. ...and had no idea and said, here, and it's about your own daughter. Your daughter's legacy coming right back through a drive through window at Starbucks and hit you in the face. Yeah, I just thanked her and, you know, drove off and called my wife immediately. It was, uh, it made us feel like that's what we needed to do every year because that was the first year. So, I don't know the exact statistics, and I know you probably do. So correct me or help me, but um, 30 years ago, um, if a child got cancer, one out of five survived it, about 20%. And now, because of St. Jude um, and the amazing research they do and the experimental stuff they do, um, I, th- I think it's four out of five. It's about 80%. Uh, it, it helped me with those numbers. Is that is that close to right? What is it? So in 1962, when St. Jude opened its doors. Okay, 62. So that's uh, 38, 50, almost 60 years now. Mm-hmm. So in 1962, when Danny Thomas started first fundraising, if you look at, if you go into the pavilion and you look at pictures of like, the original fundraisers that Danny would would do, you you see a lot of them where they're talking about childhood leukemia. So his goal at that point was childhood leukemia. Leukemia's survival rate in 1962 was 4%. How much? 4%. 4. So it was a death sentence. It was a death sentence. Um, Today, thanks to all the research and all the treatments that St. Jude has helped develop, thanks to donors and supporters and all their donations, the survival rate for child, the most common form of childhood leukemia is 94%. So that's, you know, it's night and day. It's completely different than it was when Danny Thomas started this organization. And overall, not even just childhood leukemia, but all kinds of cancers. Are at 80% now. 80% survival rate. Mm-hmm. Against an 80% death rate. Mm-hmm. What's it feel like to be part of an organization that is doing that for humanity? Um, I mean, it's the most fulfilling job I've ever had. It's, uh, it's great to know that. I don't know. I, so I, the way I look at it is, I feel like, like you said, right? Um, just normal guys make, make make amazing organizations, right? And I think 
these normal guys are impacted by something in their life. So a lot of these foundations and a lot of these organizations are, are created and, and founded because something impacted that person. Um, after what we've been through with Ariana and everything that I learned and everything that we experienced with Ariana, the way I look at it is when it's all said and done for me, when I'm done being here, I want, I want my kids to know that I did everything I possibly could learning from the experience that we lived with Ariana. Um, and I gave back to everything that gave to us. So the way I look at it is I've dedicated my career to the organization that gave us so much hope and so much care for my daughter that gave us an extra five years that we wouldn't have got elsewhere. And I will forever feel indebted to St. Jude for that. You know, our podcast is an army of normal folks, and we we talk to a lot of normal folks who have started extraordinary organizations or become involved in extraordinary organizations. And, you know, your story is um, so fitting because you're a normal guy and you know, you, you, your parents are blue-collar workers, and you you found a way to get in the Navy, and you, you get married, and you have two kids, and your life is on its way, and you're interrupted by a, a devastating news for your daughter, mm-hmm. and you continue to serve in the military, and then you figure out how to get your master's after failing twice in your younger years, and... Now you end up working at the very hospital that gave your daughter hope and kids from families that are so much like yours. And and it, and I guess if you're part of that end of St. Jude, your whole goal is to continue to tell the story of St. Jude and what it meant to your family and families like yours and why it isn't so important that people across the world support this place. Yeah, I mean it's a it's an amazing organization and you know one of the one of the things I always say when I get to speak at radiothons cuz radiothons like they always shoot for like the $20 a month like to partner in hope, right? And one of the things I always say when they're like what do you have to tell our donors or our listeners? Um I think $20 a month is amazing to be able to donate, right? It's not it's not unattainable. It's easy. That's three Starbucks cups a day, right? It's a 16-piece bucket at Popeye's. That's $19.99. Yeah. Easy, right? Easy. So you can do that, right? You can you can leave the bucket at Popeye's one time a month. And for $20 a month, I mean, you're you're ensuring that this these doors stay open. So I look at it more as an insurance policy, right? Because you never know when you're going to need a place like St. Jude. It might be for your kid. It might be for your neighbor's kid. It might be for your niece or your nephew. But one day, someone that you know or that that's touched your life is going to need these doors to be open. And $20 a day ensures, or $20 a month ensures that those doors are open. So guys, let's ensure St. Jude's doors always stay open. And together, 
we can get one step closer to the day when no child dies from cancer. Once again, if you're interested in joining us in this mission, go to stjude.org backslash normal folks. I'm Bill Courtney. I'll see you next week. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.